Welcome to the Good is Cool podcast. My name is Macy McNeely. And I am Lloyd Day. Life is a series of sales. Many people try to take on the game of life without refining their communication and sales skills. These skills are vital in order to be a leader in the marketplace and in your home. The Good is Cold podcast will help you build your confidence, communication, and culture through effective techniques. Let's get started. I lead a group of high school girls. I have been leading them for coming up on four years. They're about to enter their senior year. Uh, You kind of commit to four years. So you start when they're freshmen and then you move up with them through their senior year. And we were sitting in small group on Sunday and one of the girls kind of asked a question about friends versus community. Like, what's the difference? Is there a difference? How do you know the difference? And I thought that was such a great question and something really interesting that we should all think about. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, we we need friends. We need friends and we need community. And maybe you feel a little lonely. Maybe you feel like nobody gets you. Maybe you feel like you just really need some support and you don't really have the people in your life that you can trust uh, to get the, the right kind of guidance. And I really think friends and community are different. Yet they're both kind of hard to find and they're hard to maintain, especially the older that you get. Making adult friends, it can be confusing and really hard and really weird. You don't know people's background. You don't know what they believe in. You don't know where they come from. And it's hard to kind of know where they stand for um, and where they stand and to see if you can even possibly relate to them. And the stakes are really high. I mean, I think a lot of people could sit here and be like, you know, I'm good. Like, I don't need friends. I don't need community. I can just have acquaintances. I can just kind of do life on my own. But I disagree with that wholeheartedly. And I want to tell you a story about why I disagree with that. I love my chiropractor. I don't go that often, but when I do go, I just really enjoy chatting with him. We have the same values and he kind of advises me based on our shared views. Typically, I have just a couple little issues and they flare up based around what's going on in my life. And typically it's stress. And it's not necessarily bad stress. Most of the time, the stress that I experience is good stress. Stress is simply change. And so nonetheless, it's stress, good or bad. And he adjusts me and we always talk about different ways to heal. He says that there are three ways that he kind of prescribes people to heal. His number three, the third way is through nutrition. And the second way is exercise. And he says that those two are super close. One isn't, you know, that much better than the other. The only reason exercise is before nutrition is because exercise gets your heart rate up. And nutrition obviously doesn't do that. So those are almost equally important. 
But he said the number one way, the number one way to heal is through community. He said, and I quote, a hug can go a really long way for healing the body. So without community, your body will literally start to hurt. Community has a direct effect on your health, and that is just the craziest thing to me. So what is the difference between community and friends? This is totally my opinion, by the way. But I think community is, it could be a person or a group of people that share the same values as you. They have the same beliefs, mindset, heart set. For me, it's people that follow Jesus and have a growing relationship with him. It's people that want for you as they would want for themselves. They have your best interest at heart. They are people that you can trust and will guide you to the best of their ability. And they're going to guide you with a similar foundation. And that foundation is typically kind of your values or, or what you believe in. And friends are people that you love dearly, right? You're going to go to lunch with them. You love encouraging them and you love spending time with them. They might make you laugh and, you know, you genuinely want the best for them. You're pulling for them, right? You're interested in their life. You are there for them unconditionally, but maybe they don't necessarily have the same values or that heart set or mindset as you do. They might make decisions based off a different foundation than you, based off of different experiences or values than what you value. And that's totally okay. You actually should be friends with them, people that you know don't have the same values as you necessarily, because you're going to learn a lot from them, and hopefully they're going to learn from you. You might not put too much trust in their opinions or too much weight in their opinions, but you love them dearly and you are always there for them. So here's kind of the breakdown. So community is your tribe and it might overlap into your friend group, but it might not. Let me give you an example. I had an awesome small group in high school. If you're not familiar with a small group, basically it's typically in a church setting and it's a group of people that go through life together and we all are kind of striving to follow Jesus to be more like him, to do the right thing, be the right person. And it's a safe place to learn how to do that. Typically, there's a small group leader that kind of leads the group uh, and facilitates the conversations that happen. And I had an awesome small group in high school. And this was a kind of interesting situation because we all went to different high schools. I grew up in a really, really big community. And so there were like five huge high schools. And we that's typically not the case. Uh, usually, small groups are grouped by high school. Uh, but for whatever reason, this is how ours was set up. And we all were so different. We did different things. We were interested in basically opposite activities, right? Some of us were into cheerleading. Some of us were into acting. There were some girls that loved softball and basketball. There were some girls that loved art and all different kinds of things. But for whatever reason, when we got together as a group, 
it was such a safe place. We supported each other genuinely, encouraged each other, we challenged each other, and we got vulnerable. And it was just easy. We all had the same views and kind of the same mindset and attitude and heart set about life. And to this day, over 10 years later, I would consider those girls part of my community. Now, they're not necessarily people that I'm calling every single day and hanging out with regularly, but when I need guidance, if I am in a maybe a dark place or maybe I just need a little bit of encouragement, I need to open up and, and be vulnerable and share something, these are the girls that I would reach out to. So let's talk about how to find community. Community and friends in general both can be super hard to find. And I know you might be listening to this thinking like, man, I want community. And the number one way, the number one way to start to find community is to walk towards the music. And what that means is you say yes to things, to all the things. You never know who you could possibly meet or what connections you will make. It's a lot like dating. I dated a lot in college, especially my junior and senior year. My mom really encouraged this. She said, hey, say yes to guys that ask you out on a date. It's just an innocent dinner and you never know. You could really, really like them or they could have a friend or they could have a roommate or they could have a cousin that you really connect with. You might find something that you really like about them and that you want to make sure that your future husband has. And honestly, that's exactly how I met my husband. I dated a lot. And through those experiences, I almost was able to craft my, quote, perfect husband, right? I would go on a date with a guy and be like, man, I love that about him. I really want to make sure that I can find a quality like that in my future husband. And I just continued to date. And it was super casual. I'd go on one, maybe two. And if I wasn't feeling it, I would just kind of move on. And I actually met Austin through a guy that I was casually dating at the time. He introduced us because we were in a big group. And what's so crazy is I almost didn't go to that group get together that night. I didn't want to. I was exhausted. You know how that is. The older you get, the more you just want to stay in your house and be in bed by 830, right? But I remember my mom encouraging me to say yes to things. Even if it's hard, just say yes. And if I didn't say yes that night, I guarantee you I would not have met my husband. And there's a few places that I want to encourage you to say yes to, to kind of get around the right people in order to find that community with the similar values and the similar heart set and mindset. You want to get around people that you want to be like, right? And honestly, one of the the best things that you can do is say yes to a small group experience. And I know that's super scary and super weird, but it has been the best community I have ever found. I have been in a small group since elementary school. And I'm going to be honest, some of my experiences have been amazing. And some have been not so amazing. And when they're not so amazing, you just kind of start over, try again. And each experience really is so different. And it's it's cool to look back on because I do feel like my community has been built 
over time through the years of being in small group. So I had an awesome high school small group experiences. One of my best small group experiences I have ever had was at Athens Church, uh, my college small group. That was a really kind of vulnerable time for me in general. So that might be why it was such an awesome experience. I I grew the most probably through college. I had an awesome post-graduate, post-college graduate small group experience. And now that I'm married, I'm in my second married small group. So my last married small group lasted for three years and we are moving into our second year of our second married small group. And small groups, they last different amounts of time, right? So, you know, it might last a year, it might last a year and a half, it might last three years. I know small groups that have been going on for 10 years. It's one of those things you want to end when you're on a high, but what's really cool is throughout all those small group experiences, those people are still in my community. Like I could still call those people from my high school small group to my college small group, my post-grad small group, my married small groups, any of those people, and they would absolutely be considered my community. Another awesome thing to say yes to to find community is through volunteering. And I feel like this sounds super cheesy, but honestly, volunteering is going to be way more beneficial for you than it is going to be for that organization. You know, I love learning about the brain, and recently I was listening to a podcast by Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she was talking about anxiety and how to get rid of anxiety, especially on Sunday night when you're really anxious about the week starting, and she said, hey, when you start to feel anxious, call somebody and see how you can serve them. It does something spiritually, and it does something in your brain to basically eliminate anxiety. And that's kind of the same heart behind volunteering. I mean, when you serve somebody else, what it does for your heart and for your brain, it absolutely can change the way you live your life. I really believe that. We've met a lot of people in similar stages of life through volunteering. So young married couples, which has been super cool. And you spend a lot of time at camps and uh, high school camps and things like that, where you are able to spend time with those like-minded people, right? And we have really built some awesome connections and made community through that. Now, if you're not into volunteering and you're not into small group or church, I totally get that. And that is great. So I want to give you a couple of other examples. The biggest yes you could say is to go to events with like-minded people. Say yes to any type of, quote, music that I like to say or any type of event that you hear that might have like-minded people there or people that you want to be like-minded with. I have an example. In February of 2019, I put on an, an event called Discover Your Significance. It was a little over 200 people, and it was a night of inspiration and motivation. I spoke, and I also had Loy speak, and we just encouraged people and loved on people. And there was an awesome time kind of before and after where people could mingle and talk and get to know each other. And there is an awesome sweet lady. She owns a company called Jordan's Gems and she does hats. She creates these beautiful custom 
baseball hats. You can have whatever you want on them. And she did an Instagram story the other day talking about uh, how she kind of came to that event last minute. I think she's based in Chattanooga and someone invited her. And that night she just decided, you know what, I'm going to drive to Atlanta and I'm going to go. And she went and she said that she had connected with so many people because of that night. She made friends with them in real life, which therefore made her friends with them on Instagram. She stays connected with them on Instagram. And even better, so many people that she connected with that night now do business with her. Now they order her hats from her. And I think a huge part of that, honestly, is because she was at that event that night. People met her in real life and they saw what an amazing person she was. And now when they get a hat from her, they associate that hat with her, not her Instagram, not her business, but with her and her sweet personality. There is something so special about going to a place and attending an event where people have the same desire, a desire for growth and a desire to be better. Those events are kind of few and far between. They can be hard to come about, but we actually are having a good is cool event coming up in August, August 10th, 2019. It's going to be at the Roswell Historic Cottage at 7 p.m. And it's going to be the same thing, right? We are going to have a night of motivation and inspiration. And it's going to be called Discover Your Impact. And I get so excited when I talk about this because I've been writing the content this week. And I just, it just honestly, it brings tears to my eyes. I find myself sitting in Starbucks and writing and I'll be kind of in the back corner and I'll just be wiping tears from my face because it's just so encouraging and inspiring. And it's what so many people need to hear. Here's the thing, you have a huge impact and I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. And so what you're going to learn at this event is how to effectively use your impact, not only with your work and your coworkers and with strangers, but more importantly, with your family, with your kids, with your relationships, the consistency of using your impact effectively over time, oh my gosh, there's no telling what that could do for someone. I would love to invite you to come to that event. The tickets are super inexpensive. They're about $40. You can jump on macymcneely.com and then head to the Good is Cool section and you can purchase your tickets there. The last event, we had people come from all over, from Tennessee, from Texas, Kentucky, from Las Vegas, from California. We had all kinds of people come. So we're going to have a hotel block. We're going to have everything ready for you if you choose to come out of town. And this event particularly, I really want to set some time time aside and structure a way to kind of be able to help you create that community. I want you guys to have the opportunity to kind of plant that seed of possible relationships turning into community with like-mindedness. We are going to be partnering with a company that's going to help us make this event amazing. We have so much up our sleeve and we're so excited about it. So we would love to have you come. Another awesome way to find community is to invest 
in different kind of higher priced programs. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but what this is going to do for you is going to give you access to that higher level of a person. And what I mean by that is people that are probably better than you and smarter than you. So for example, I just joined a mastermind and it was a really huge investment and I was really, really nervous about it. Uh, But we just went on a retreat. It's Shannon Monson's mastermind. And it was just 10 girls, all entrepreneurs, all very, very high level entrepreneurs. And I was definitely the least smart and the least experienced person in the room. And I can't tell you how much that helped me. I was able to listen to them talk, listen to them, you know, share some problems that they might be facing so that I can foresee those problems coming and adjust as needed. I feel like I added to my community in a different way because of the the way that they think about their business and just being a woman entrepreneur, it can be really lonely and really hard. And so to have that kind of high level group of people in my world now is such a huge blessing. And I know that our training kind of provides that for people as well. It provides that sense of community and clearly confident. That's one of the biggest things that people talk about once they leave. They're like, wow, it is so cool to be surrounded by a group of people that also want more and that also want to be better and to grow personally and to have a strong personal development foundation. It's been really cool to see the connections that people make and then the lasting connections that people continue to have over time, which is going to foster community. The next trainings are on our website, but I'll go ahead and give you the rundown of the dates right now. We have an online training that starts July 10th and it goes through July 31st. It's a four-week training and this is of 2019. And we also have another online coming up September 9th through the 30th. And then our in-person trainings, which those are the ones that you have to go to. The next one is going to be August 23rd through the 25th in Cumming, Georgia. Then we have one October 9th through the 11th. And lastly, of 2019, we have one November 6th through the 8th. All you have to do is book your seats, possibly book a hotel if you're coming out of town and we take care of everything else. You are going to build your confidence, your communication, and your culture through effective techniques. And it is such a life-changing opportunity and a life-changing experience. We are so excited about these opportunities and these dates coming up. We already have quite a few of these seats filled, so don't hesitate. If you're considering it, reach out to us. If you have any questions, hello at clearlyconfident.co, or you can message me on Instagram, Macy McNeely. I'm super active in the DMs, and I would be happy to answer any questions that you might have. So building community, the number one thing you have to do is to walk towards the music. Say yes to opportunities, no matter what you get invited to. Maybe you hear something on a podcast that maybe you should go to. Maybe you hear about a conference or you hear about a volunteer opportunity or you hear about a training or a mastermind that you can be a part of. Say yes. Walk towards the music. Be open to relationships that can hopefully lead to a deep-rooted, life-changing community. 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope to connect with you on Instagram at Macy McNeely. We do personal growth Instagram lives every Tuesday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Hope to see you there.